Welcome to the Best Relationship Ever podcast. I'm Freddie Concio. And I'm Melinda Concio. To navigate the best relationship ever, we have found some of the greatest skills to accomplish this. Through 35 years of marriage and 25 years of pastoring, much of what we've learned will be shared throughout our podcast. So if you're interested in creating amazing relationships in your life, Hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our podcasts. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is part three to a series that is totally kicking it. This is episode 15 as well. How are you doing, Melinda? I'm doing really, really well. Good, babe. Good, good, good. Hey, I come up with... um, the title of this third intentional conversation series that we've been on. Right. Okay. What do you call it? The title is Ending Conversations. Yeah. Good. How do you end a conversation? So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to grab the mic and I'm going to drop it. Bam. Boom. That's how you do it. That's how you end the conversation? That's how you end the conversation. Drop the mic. Maybe that's it. Well, I hate those kind of endings. (laughs) <laughs> Those are never <laughs> the kind I want to end with. I hear you. I hear you. You know, some of us have gotten into some crazy conversations lately, and uh, we find out ending the conversation sometimes is almost worse than starting the conversation yes. because sometimes we don't end with understanding, with harmony, with agreement, mm-hmm. and people are looking for things like that. So how do you end a conversation that could be peaceable, that could be kind, that could be loving, yeah. that could be building hev- heaven? How about <laughs> best relationship ever? There you go. Yeah. You know, some people end conversations, things like this, that, uh, that uh, your point got across. Is if you feel good that your point got across, maybe not theirs, but your point got across, that's good enough. Or some people feel like, uh, I won the debate, finally. Right. I win. Da-da. Two fingers in the air. I win. Other people feel like, hey, I just throw my hands up and say, I give up. I'm done and Surrender. walk away. Surrender. Yeah. Others, they uh, they agree to disagree, and Mm -hmm. mostly it's a disagree. So how do you end a conversation that would bring a little more clarity for both parties? Matter of fact, starting the conversation kind of opens the door of what you were really looking for in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, because if we could start, as we had mentioned the last episode, can we start the relationship, if it's an intentional conversation, by stating our desired outcome, like by this, it's, it's my desire, my goal, by the end of this conversation that we will be on the same page, that we will understand all the circumstances that we are facing through the same light. So basically understanding. Yeah. And then there's other times, there's a conversation of it's, um, that I want you to hear my heart. I feel like I'm being missed. Mm, So that's a whole different conversation. I'm not asking you to maybe come in agreement with me. I just need to know that you hear me. You know, what I hear in that when you say that, sometimes I hear people say, do I matter? Uh, Do I matter? It's like I'm hearing everything, but do I matter to you? And if that is what you're looking for, then you may need to voice that at the top. 
It's not so much you're looking for their 100% agreement or 100% compliment. I just want to know, do I matter? And I, that, like, I, like, I like your uh, new word. What's you're, that? you're picking up my habit. Compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. It it's is. a great word. I well, want your compliment in everything that I say. <laughs> <laughs> what, what word am I looking for? What is that um, that goes with well, you want com- you want somebody to comply, comply with what you're si- saying, but, but I don't know if compliant is the word. We'll have to look it up. In. Yeah, whatever. Okay. If my mom was here, she would know because she's a scramble queen of forever. Hey, somebody uh, text us when you get this podcast and give <laughs> us a, a good word for compliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know what? I have this visual in my head, and you know how a lot of times I see things in pictures, but I just. More than one time with my own kids and now with even my grandson in building a block building together Mm. down on the floor and we're building it and this is the garage and then we'll build somewhere else as the house. But then, you know what, there's there's more than one time that the person I thought that we were building something together just knocks everything down. Has a total other idea. It's a whole different thing. So they were not in understanding of my desired outcome, but to them they had the best time, and they, you know, it 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 wasn't wrong in the way they played. It was just different than me. Hmm. So sometimes coming to that place of if you can start a conversation by saying this is my desired outcome, this is really what I, I need or want from you or from this time together, then at the end when you start wrapping up this conversation. Things have been said, conversations have been had, but to come alongside and say, okay, well, even if it's a time restraint, okay, we've come to the end of this time, um, restate what your original desire was and see if you actually reached that point. Yeah, yeah, because I like that. Many times, I know with you and I, Melinda, we'll come to a place where we'll start saying, okay, well, what is right, what is right? right, and we come to a place where we say, Let's end this conversation on what's right. Yes. Not I'm right, you're right, they're right. It's what is right. Yeah. And let me give you the best description I can give you of that because we used to do this in our couples retreat. We would tell the couples to get in a wrestle position. You know, Arm wrestling. Arm wrestling position. And then we would tell one to push down on their other partner's arm saying, I'm right. Say the words, I'm right. Then she would say... I'm right. Then he would say, I'm right. And she would say, I'm right. And by before you before you know it, they're pushing hard and they're like, I'm right, I'm right. And they get in this big, big debate of I'm right and they're trying to win. They miss the whole point. The point is what's right. Yes. There's always truth in everywhere. I mean, when you dig down deep, you'll find the truth. And if you're both looking honestly for the truth, if you're looking to win, you're not looking for the truth. If you're looking to get them to do it your way, you're not looking for the truth. But if you're getting a heart that says, hey, I want what's right, even if I'm wrong, I love right more than I love wrong, that's a big deal. That reminds me of my dad. Yeah? Yeah, my dad told me before I married you, because I asked him, I said, Dad, I don't know, Dad. You know, we've been dating for three and a half years. Do you think I should really marry her? And he says, son, let me tell you what kind of woman you want to marry. You want to marry a woman that loves what's right. Mm-hmm. He says, not just to be right, but loves what's right. 
He says, and if you love what's right, what God has put in your life, what is right, then you'll always come to an agreement on what is truth because you both love what is right. Yes. And I think that is an amazing, an amazing insight for somebody coming into a, a, a marriage relationship, long-term relationships. If you can come to a place of agreement on what is right, I'm talking about in the foundational, the very beginnings of your relationship. If oh, this yeah. is to be an intimate relationship that you want to spend your life with, um, that is beyond important. I don't even know a better word to say how important that is because there will be difficulties ahead. But if you have that underlying understanding, like this is what's right, you and I have built our lives on uh, the word of God. And we've both grown to learn to understand what is right. Not like we, we, we both came with this perfection <laughs> clause inside right. of our mind that we're always going to love what is right because sometimes I was totally wrong. But the reality is after constant research, my heart's passion was to love what is right. And after you would explain over and over and over, or I would explain over and over to you, and we'd go back and forth in the conversation looking for what is right, not yes. looking for who could win the fight, who yes. could win the argument, who could outdog the other one. It's like that was never productive. Right. And God wants to produce a fruit of righteousness out of us when we're in that place of looking for what is right, That's not so just good. to be right. Yes. I think another major thing, um, especially if it's a difficult conversation, and we're talking about intimate relationships right now. This is probably, it may or may not work with like a boss or uh, a outside friend, uh, you know, an acquaintance, a neighbor true, true. that you're fighting over the color of the fence or something. But I'm talking about an intimate relationships, reminding the person that you're in conversation with that we are on the same team. Oh, that's a good I'm one. I'm not fighting Explain that one. Explain you. that one. I love the way this Yeah, because to me, this speaks huge to my life that um, when we'll use you and I as an example, if there's a place of disagreement or misunderstanding even, that we remind each other all the time, I'm on your team. And to me, that means we're working for the same outcome. We want what's best for us. I want what's best for you because That's when right. you win, I win. When yeah. we're on the same Say that again. team. When you win, I win. When exactly. I win, you win. But if one of us just wins and the other one loses, we technically we both, both lost. lost. Because our team lost. Our team lost. There you go. Team Concio. Whoop, whoop. You know, I saw an illustration about a boat. Yeah. And there was a picture of a couple and they're in a boat and one side was... The, 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 the guy on the other side was the girl. And, and all of a sudden, there were holes in the boat. Yeah. Holes like where the water was coming out. Also, it was leaking. like leaking. Yes, leaking. So they were both pointing at each other's hole saying, you're going to sink. But yet the reality is both of them were going to sink. Mm. See, sometimes we'll point at the holes in different people's lives and say, oh, you're messed up. And the reality is... Her mess up or his mess up is your mess up. It's still going to sink the ship. It's still part of you. It's still going to sink the ship. Team Concio ship is going to go down unless 
we'll be able to look at each other and say, hey, we're on the same team. Let's yes. work this out. And there are times in the middle, I'll, I'll never forget, in the middle of an argument, and I'm hot talking about over the finances and this and that, and I'm getting upset, and you look and you go, hey, hey. And I go, what? You say, I'm on your team. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, it just stops me dead in my tracks. And I want to say, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, you and I say this all the time, when, especially when we're dealing with couples in crisis. And we will remind them, you did not come together and plan a wedding and plan to live together so that you could fight and beat the other person up. I've never heard one person ever say that to me because I've performed many weddings as a pastor for 25 years. I've never had a couple come in and say, we just can't wait to fight. I mean, just <laughs> get into out-route brawls so we want to get married. I've never yeah. had one say that because deep down inside, they want to be a team and they want to be one. Yes. I believe that's the way relationships work. So ending conversations become very... Um, important Mm -hmm. i mean how we end it how you feel how i feel and many a time some people just end the conversation because they feel like well i'm not winning and they're not listening and there is no agreement or there is no righteousness uh, there is no truth so they just shut it down when they could have said hey can we pick this up again? Yes, because I don't thank think it's you. ended yet. I don't yeah. think we, I don't think we've reached agreement of of truth yet, or I'm not sure you're hearing mm-hmm. me yet. And that's where you kind of play into some roles of, hey, just repeat what I said, so I know that you've heard me. Yeah. What, what about that? When you repeat what I said, that I know that you heard me. Well, uh, that comes from the understanding that, and I believe this to be true. Every human being wants to know that they're heard. Every human being wants to know that they're heard, especially yes. by somebody who is important to them, right? Or even understood, if you want to add the word heard, well, understood. And understood, yeah, yeah which I, I agree with that, too. Um, but it starts from the avenue of saying, you say something to me, but so many times in conversations, we're busy formulating an answer mm-hmm. or a rebuttal to what that other person's saying, and we don't even fully listen to their whole Conversation. Statement yeah, or statement. conversation. Yeah. So a way to catch yourself, and this is really simple. You and I do this all the it's time. A good exercise. Is uh, you'll say something to me. You make a request or you make a statement. It's a short statement. Not, nothing that lasts longer than a minute or two. No, no, because you don't want it too long. Right, because yeah. I forget. I don't know if other people do, but I will forget. But to stay focused on what they're saying and don't move forward until I can repeat back to you. Okay, you Freddie, said- what I understand you to say and I say what those words are, that you want to eat lunch at 1.30 because we have an appointment at 2.30. So therefore, can you be aware of the time to get that done? And then it's up to you... To repeat the same thing. To repeat it back. And if there's any clarification, that's the time to do it. Yes. Because sometimes I may say, oh, yeah, you said be ready at 1.30. Well, well, wait a minute. We're talking about dinner. We talked about this. We talked about lunch. We talked... And I missed the whole thing. Like, yeah. what was that you said again? Yeah. And, and there's that lack of And that's of a simple example, but there's things of the heart that sometimes come out. And I know for me, I, I have this understanding that I, I tend to be very uh, defensive when it comes to some of my interpretations of my heart, how it's coming across, because I want to be understood. 
but I won't actually listen to what you're saying because I'm so busy. I'm already defending. You know what I'm saying? So it's all missed. And I could miss you in the middle of that. And there's Team Concio is not well, making the point. Here's what I'd like to suggest that we do. Sure. Because this is unplanned, unrehearsed. Let us pick a subject mm. and let's do that telephone thing where we repeat it. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah. I and call we'll it the drive-through. Yeah, the drive-thing thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah, because when you're going through, if you actually get somebody who has a good speaker, <laughs> if you're going through a drive-through restaurant... And, and you make you get your, all order. your order correct. Yeah. And how frustrating when they don't get it right. So they give you onion rings instead of french fries. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Or so. sweetened tea instead of regular tea. But um, the, the whole idea is that when you drive up to the window, they ask, uh, may I take your order? You give them your order and they repeat it back to you, but you don't move until you know that they understood what your order was. So Melinda and I are going to be transparent with you right now, and we're going to get into it, all right? And oh, I'm going to throw the mic down right now. Are you ready? Here we go. So the conversation goes something like this. We'll be at a restaurant, and it's time to eat. And as I'm getting ready to order my food, my wife gives me a look and says, mm, do you want to order that? And I'm like, yes, I want to order this. Well, is that what we agreed upon? And somehow... We always miss our agreement. I don't know what it is because sometimes, I don't know if it's a low-carb day. Sometimes, I don't know if it's uh, no-processed foods day. Sometimes, I don't know if it's keto diet, Atkins diet, what? And all of a sudden, I think we end up in these little debates right in front of people at a restaurant. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think that's a very real conversation so in our lives. So I won. That's it. It's over. Yes. See? <laughs> End the conversation now. <laughs> well, I, I would like it. Go ahead and make a statement of how one of those are, and we'll try and use this tool and see if we can't come to an understanding. Okay. My request is, and I'd like you to repeat it, that every restaurant we pull up to, that it is laid out what kind of diet we're on or what kind of food program are we trying to do and um, limitations that are clear. The clarity is there. Yes. Okay. So without adding all my thoughts to what you just said, I will repeat. So the repeating back goes that you would like that as we pull up to a restaurant, that we clarify what type of food plan that we are working on or trying to live by, which includes restrictions or um, special foods, so that, um, but that, you didn't say this, but it, it seemed implied that um, it would be settled before we get out of the car. Basically, yes. Did I miss anything? No, you did not miss anything, so we have reached an agreement. Well, my response to that would be... Ooh, I didn't know there was a clause. <laughs> my response would be to that is... Uh, well, I, I agree with the statement, first off. So I will say that I do agree with that, and I think that's a good strategy for us to be successful in what we want to eat. And the second thing to that would be... Um, when you're not with me, that you wouldn't 
still abide by, but that's a whole hard thing. Yeah, I guess that's done then. Yeah, I, I think that's a good agreement. You are trying to control me. No, actually, I want you even being there. No. Yes, you were. No, here's the truth. I don't what? want to be responsible for you. Ooh. I want you to make your good food choices instead of. You want me to be a mature adult? <laughs> How dare you just so judgy? Okay, I get, I get, I get, I get. Okay. Yes, there are times where I'm by myself eating, and then I've got to make a mature decision for my lifestyle and how I eat so my health is there and all everything's in place. And I can agree to that, too, as well. I'll do my best. I'll probably pick the most liberal thing on the menu, but... But You've I'll been do doing great, though, babe. Yeah, I've been doing pretty You're good. You're putting yourself down. I'm You've turning into really a chicken good. salad. That's all I'm turning into right I know. now. I know. How if you many are different what you ways eat, can you have chicken gonna turn, salad? You're going to turn green soon. No kidding. Yeah. Okay, so let, let's see if we can wrap this up and what would be a healthy way to resolve or bring to a close a, a conversation. Well, I want to add one last thing, too, because this is going to sound like I'm backtracking a little bit, and I am. But I found out that you two that are in the conversation, whoever's in the conversation with you, depending on how serious it is, you may not be alone. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to try to be spooky spiritual or anything weird. I'm just going to tell you the truth that happened to me. Yeah. Melinda and I were newly married. We must have been about maybe about three, four years married. And uh, we're getting in a debate. And we're in the kitchen and we're going at it. Blah, 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 blah. Back and forth, <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, flippity, flippity, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, I heard God speak to my heart clearly. Yeah. I heard it, not audible voice, but I just felt God say, You're not alone. Mm-hmm. I went, Of course not. My wife is there. But I, I, I just, I'm having this conversation in my head. And he says, You're not alone. And I went, oh, that means somebody else is here besides mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And when you start to think about Satan's MO, when you read about it, that he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He's looking to kill, steal, and destroy every conversation you get into. Yes. And I remember God says, clear the air. And I said, and I grabbed Melinda's hand and she goes, Why are you grabbing my hand? I was like, I'm not trying to fight you. I want to pray with you. And she looked like, what? You want to pray? Right in the middle of the conversations, I hit the brakes. And praise God that my wife is as loving and as sweet as she is. She said, okay. So we grabbed hands and I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, if there's any unclean spirit here that is trying to antagonize our conversation or make it mean towards each other or or, 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 or or bitter towards each other, I commanded to go now in Jesus' name. Bam. Yes. The minute I did that, the room cleared out. Yeah. We opened our eyes, we looked at each other, and we just started to embrace. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah. But we cleared the air. And I want to say that before we end the conversation that, hey, maybe the way we start some of our conversations can be a little more pleasant, if possible. Now, I know you can't do that with everybody. You can't grab your boss's hand and say, hey, if he's not a believer, he's going to look at you kind of weird. But you can pray under your breath. You can pray under your... Or before you walk into the Or before you walk into the conversation, yes. Right. Clear the air. But you know what? Ending conversations are crucial. They're important. 
that you end with some kind of hope. Mm. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, "Now by the faith, now by wait, now by faith, hope, and love. Now by faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. And when you look at it, faith is a trust. That's the conversation of trust, looking for the the right to show up. Mm. Faith, hope." is that belief that something can change and get better. Hope. Yes. And then love is the agreement and the bond that comes between two of you to have the best relationship ever. Mm, that's so good. I actually remember that day. That, and that was our first apartment. That was our first year of marriage. That's right, yeah. Um, just, just word of uh, maybe clarification I really do believe there are spirits around us at all times. But the enemy of our soul is an equal opportunity artist. He will come in wherever there is opportunity. And when there is rage or um, anger or bitterness, he will take opportunity of that. And he will sneak those lies in between the two of you. So being aware of that is amazingly uh, smart. Um, I think another really important thing in intimate relationships, whether that's with your kids, parents, your loved one, your spouse, that at the end of any conversation, to restate your commitment to one another. Oh, yeah. Don't let somebody, and I, take the, I took this to the extreme, even dropping my kids off for school. I never wanted them walking out of the car with... Uh, thinking their mom hated them, that she was disappointed in them. I always wanted them to know I love them. Yeah. Always. So, But the same goes with you in our yeah, conversations. Yeah. Even if I'm overwhelmed with the emotion and we have to come back and, and finish this conversation later or you're in anger or, or wherever you're at, you and I have made a big habit of knowing I love you. I'm committed. I'm not leaving we are in this together, so we will work it through together. You know, the, the, the key words that I'm hearing you say this, which is really a perfect ending to a conversation, mm. is the words, you matter. Yes. Because everyone wants to matter. That's why we're having the conversation in the first place. I want to matter. I want my opinion to matter. I want my words to matter. I want my actions to matter. And when you say I don't care about you, which you've never said. Um, it turns into you don't matter. Yes. And when a person feels like they don't matter, well, why would they want to continue the conversation if I don't matter? It so your the ultimate goal to the, to the other party that you're speaking to is to tell them you matter to me. Yeah. Thank you for this conversation. We may not be on a 100% agreement, but I just want you to know you matter. Yes. And I've seen that break down walls just by saying the words you matter you mean a lot to me yeah this conversation meant a lot to me your heart means a lot to me your thoughts mean a lot to me your your abilities mean a lot to me your ways mean a lot to me and all of a sudden that person just starts to say thank you that's all i need to know that i matter right right perfect ending to almost every conversation, which is faith, hope, and love. You matter. Yes. So God, I want to say to you, you yeah. matter. Thank you, babe. You matter to me a whole lot. I sure love you. I love you, too. But I do love 
Good food. <laughs> yes. So sometimes you gotta too. be you gotta be free, you know. I know. Be liberal. Let me be blessed every now and then. A little celebration. Yeah. Never hurt nobody. <laughs> well. A two week celebration. Never. Yeah. No, I'm just right, right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Love you. Love you. Thank okay. you for today, everybody. Bye, bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Something to remember: God has placed relationships as one of His top priorities, and I believe we can learn to do that as well. Like and subscribe to BRE Podcast. Be sure to share with friends. Best Relationship Ever is based out of Covering Ministries. You can find and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. There is also a link directly to our website in the show notes. Please consider partnering with us. Help us see this program reach thousands who are in need of support and trainings.